0: I don't sell insurance. I'm not getting shit out of this, but I just hate seeing these situations come through my door every single year where people have been devastated in a crash and there's not enough insurance to cover their losses. And to have to tell them that is really tough.
1: Yeah. I I mean, we're, we're talking about these scenarios where people come in and in some cases they're permanently impaired. Whatever has happened, they're not recovering ever fully from it. And then you have to explain to them that there won't be enough money for future care necessarily either because they didn't get what they needed up front. Pete, how much – is full coverage when people talk about full coverage in terms of their vehicle and what they need when people say they have full coverage a lot of times i don't think they
0: understand or fully appreciate what it is they're saying or what it takes to have full coverage but full coverage basically means that if you have an insurance policy there's going to be some kind of coverage under each category of your automobile or motorcycle insurance so for example it means you're going to have something for liability you're going to have something for uninsured. You're gonna have something for underinsured, something for medical bills, something for property damage. But just because you have a line under every category, that doesn't mean you have enough coverage. It just means you got something for every type of, of loss that you could suffer in a vehicle.
1: So let's talk about what enough would be then, because a full coverage doesn't just give you automatically enough to cover everything, which it seems like it doesn't. What what do you recommend, line item by line item? Let's start with liability. What, What do you think you need as a minimum for liability? Well, we can do it
0: line by line and I'll approach it that way, but what you need for liability really depends on what you have to protect. In other words, if you've got some significant assets that you could not protect in bankruptcy, then you better have a bigger liability policy, but really more to the point of my opinion, I think people get the wrong focus when they try to figure out how much is enough because they dwell on the liability. And I mean, you need to do that, but when I'm buying insurance, I'm going to dwell on, yeah, but what if it's not my fault? What if it's that guy's fault? Do I have enough coverage to protect me if he doesn't have enough coverage? And and, and this gets into other categories as well, but you're as a general rule, you cannot buy more uninsured, underinsured coverage than the number you have under liability. So the, the number that I think might protect me in liability may not be the same number that I think is necessary to protect me if it's somebody else's fault.
1: Let's clarify here because I don't think this is something a lot of people understand. Liability coverage, your liability coverage, comes into play if you are at fault. But if you are not at fault, your liability coverage does not come into play, at which point uh, the defendant, whoever is at fault, whoever hit you, their liability comes into play. And let's say they're uninsured or they have state minimums and you of course have astronomical damages, they've destroyed your body and your life. That's where you start looking at underinsured and uninsured motorist coverage, correct? That's
0: exactly right. And it actually even goes a step beyond that. But my advice to anybody who's out there driving, especially if it's a motorcycle, is you need to have enough uninsured underinsured coverage to qualify yourself to get what's known as an umbrella insurance policy. The uninsured underinsured is what's gonna kick in. If that guy that hit me only had $20,000 of insurance, but my damages are way beyond that, then we're gonna be looking at my underinsured motorist coverage. Or if he's the one in 10 that has no insurance at all, we're gonna be looking at my uninsured motorist coverage.
1: They say one in 10, What exactly are you referring to there? I'm referring to
0: actual statistical information that one in 10 cars you see go down the road doesn't have any insurance at all. And this is in the state of Iowa? Yeah. I'm guessing it applies
1: beyond just Iowa. But
0: yeah, on average,
1: every 10 cars, one of them does not have any
0: insurance at all.
1: And that's despite it being the law, despite that it's illegal not to have that insurance and still drive. Doesn't matter. They're still doing it.
0: Guess what? not everybody follows the law.
1: Fair. fair. Now, outside of liability and uninsured, uninsured motorist coverage, you mentioned umbrella insurance and how that applies. Walk me through it. What's umbrella insurance? Why would you get it?
0: Umbrella insurance, I mean, think of it literally as an umbrella that covers all different kinds of legal scenarios. So let's say you've got a million-dollar umbrella insurance policy. What that's going to do, if you get in a crash where you're responsible, the first thing you're going to have is to qualify for the umbrella insurance, you're probably going to have a $250,000 liability policy. So if you hit somebody and the damages are way worse than that, your liability policy at $250,000 is going to pay up. And then after that, the umbrella, in whichever size you have it, is going to pick up any damages after that. And most uh, umbrella policies are either one million or two million, so that, that that's it 's basically a backup if you get in a really, really bad crash and your liability is way beyond what most people would consider a more typical crash right.
1: now there are other categories that you can get in in the insurance uh, between property damage, medical coverage. What are, what are each of those? What do you recommend for those and why?
0: So for property damage, you have to be thinking because property damage pays for the other person's vehicle as well as a few other items, but just think vehicle in a crash if you're at fault. So how many $25,000 cars are there out there driving down the road? Right. Uh, there are a lot of them that are worth a lot more than that. So property damage insurance... You need to have at least $25,000 of coverage and more would be better. Medical payments, that that gets a little trickier because you also have to consider what you have going on with health insurance. So if you've got a really good health insurance policy, the medical payments aren't as important to you, but they might be important to your passengers. So you, you need to be thinking about what if somebody gets hurt in my vehicle What's the right amount of coverage? And again, I'm going to say at least $25,000. Um, if, if people have health insurance, then 25000 should be a great plenty. But if somebody doesn't have health insurance and they get hurt in your vehicle, 25000 might not be nearly
1: enough. Sure, sure. Are there other types of coverage that are worth picking up beyond that?
0: Now, I mean, we've touched on liability, uninsured, underinsured, property damage. um, Medical and umbrella. Medical and umbrella. The other thing I wanted to say about umbrella, though, you know, very few people have this umbrella insurance. But let me tell you something. It is super, super cheap. And again, especially if you're on a motorcycle, in my opinion, it is so important to have that along with the high coverage, uninsured, underinsured. Because as a motorcyclist, yeah, you need to be worried about the other guy, but you best be worried about yourself because the other guy's probably not going to have enough insurance if you get into a serious motorcycle crash. So unless you've got this high limits, uninsured, underinsured, covered with that million dollar umbrella, the chances of getting in a crash where the other guy's insurance just isn't enough, it's an unacceptable chance. And matter of fact, I remember one time I was given a presentation about insurance to an auditorium there were probably 300 people in the crowd and I said how many of you know somebody who's been in a serious motorcycle crash where they they're in the hospital and they had big medical bills and they're out of work for a while and I'm gonna say pretty close to half the hands in that auditorium went up in the air so this happens it happens all the time matter of fact I mean we're coming up on writing season now and I guarantee you there are going to be multiple cases come walking through the door of my office that this scenario plays out where the other driver doesn't have enough insurance, and my clients, unfortunately, didn't get the right insurance to cover
1: themselves. And when we say umbrellas are pretty cheap, are uh, underinsured, uninsured motors coverage is that expensive? No, that's also super cheap. I, I mean, it really is.
0: And I, I mean, if you're pricing insurance, sure, it costs more to have uninsured, underinsured than to not have it. But damn it, it's worth it. I mean, it, it just—if you—if you put it in context, how much is this costing me a month to have uninsured, underinsured? I mean, we're—we're we're just talking about seriously a few bucks, a few bucks a month. And you can have that peace of mind. And I don't sell insurance. I'm not getting shit out of this. But I just hate seeing these situations come through my door every single year where people have been devastated in a crash and there's not enough insurance to cover their losses. And to have to tell them that is really tough.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're talking about these scenarios where people come in and in some cases, they're permanently impaired. Whatever has happened, they're not recovering ever fully from it. And then you have to explain to them that there won't be enough money for future care necessarily either because they didn't get what they needed up front.
0: Yeah. The chances of the guy that hits you having enough insurance to cover your losses in a serious crash are not good. I mean, this is something where you have to handle this risk yourself by buying enough insurance and and put yourself first. I mean, th- this is an area where you need to spend a few bucks to give yourself protection and and your family. I mean, if if you're in one of these crashes and the right insurance isn't there to back you up, your family, I promise you, is gonna suffer.
1: And again, not insurance salesman, not what we're trying to do at all here. This This is literally just protect yourself to make sure that you don't end up in a rough scenario from what I understand.
0: That's absolutely
1: right. All right, that's all from us today on insurance. Until next time, speak truth to power. Brought to you by the Biker Lawyers. Injured? Ride with us.